welcome everyone to another episode of Ultimate Europe's Game 1-2-2. This is the official podcast with myself, Lil Manager Faddy. Sitting alongside me to my right, we've got Mr. Daryl, managing of Charlton Athletic. How are you doing, Daryl? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Busy. Busy time of year, isn't it, for stuff that we do. But yeah, we're good. Yeah, so how, how, how's, how's Langley going? Uh, yeah, good. Obviously, um, Mr. Chairman of Mm, yeah, we're doing well. Fourth in the league after four games, three wins and a loss. Uh, yeah, no, five, four and a win, loss. Um, but yeah, fourth in the fourth in the league. Got FA Vars Friday night. Uh, first time they've ever played at home in the FA Vars, and that's quite good money actually. FA Vars to do well in that. So yeah, excited for it all. Excited for it all. So so obviously you get money playing in the FA Vars mm. win or lose obviously if you win you get more money even this, yeah. which is what you want however play, playing in that FA Vars how is that in terms of um, in terms of you and, and your your morale like obviously it's, it's a massive trophy for, for lower league yeah, teams yeah and like if we can have a good run at it you know get through a, a few rounds we, we've got we've got a tough draw they are the league above us but they're not doing very well We've had like, I think they're on one point. So it's like bottom of the league above us where we're up in fourth. So I think we've got a good chance being at home as well. It looks like we're going to have a half decent turnout. Um, especially Friday nights. People seem to go to, uh, more to Friday night games, non-league wise than um, than others. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, for me, obviously the business side of it kicks in and want us to do well for that aspect, you know? Um, can yeah. cha- change a whole so, season. So, so just to confirm, what's the exact date and what's the exact kickoff time and what's Friday, the postcode? Friday the twenty sixth, Arbor Park in Slough. Couldn't tell you the postcode. Um, at seven forty five. Friday, so tomorrow. Lovely. Yeah, I posted. So yeah, if anyone wants to go. WhatsApps and the Discords. I think a couple have said they're going to come down. I said if you say Ultimate Europe on the door, you get a bit of a discount. So you look like a dickhead, but you do get some money off. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So. So obviously your your good your good news is followed by my good news. Go on. So for the first time ever uh in, in the women's game, uh, we are playing at the Lamex Stadium. So we're playing at the men's men's stadium, League Two Stadium, um wow. for the first time. So uh yeah, on September the sixth, and we're playing the team that we beat in the cup final. So it's a replay of that. Um so yeah, really looking forward to it. It's obviously massive for the club, massive for the women's game that the men's team are taking us on board a little bit yeah. more. So yeah, it's really good, man. Yeah, really that's good. Huge. September sixth is that? Wow. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get a good crowd and then uh, take it from there. Really, I guess. Um, so sort of just looking at our turns uh, this week. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. Fucking, I didn't send it again, which is so bad. <laughs> but. Rest assured, I have set my turn already this week. Oh, let's go. Uh, I know. Got two weeks off. Got a, <laughs> a two week break, and it would have been no fucking excuse if I didn't send it this time. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've sent, I've sent both of them. I've sent, I've sent the, the fucking, the, so, so that's done. Oh. But okay, so I just wanted to talk to you and talk to everyone that's listening in regards to the Champions League. So, like, I feel, I feel like, Obviously, I I definitely could have got through, right? And I know I could have got through because some of the results that are in that league, it 
in my league tape. I don't know. I reckon I could have beat these teams, but I didn't say my turn. It's my own fault. It is what it is. I've got to accept it. Yep. But there's two games left, and I've got to be honest with you, most of the teams are already through, right? Yep. So Sporting Lisbon, they're through, right? Four games, four wins, 12 points. AC Milan, they're through. Four wins, four, uh, four, four games played, four wins. Um, now, obviously, best strategy is managed by uh, uh, Jay. Um, Villarreal by um, Terry. And then uh, Man City by... Uh, what's his face? I can't remember now. Um, nice. But anyway, everyone knows each other. Everyone's, everyone's against each other, right? So, in this, in this league, this is the only one, really, that is really tight there's there's a couple of others but this is really tight in here mm-hmm. so i don't know who's going to finish top with these last two games to go um who could you see finishing top of this one i think it will pretty much stay the same i'm not expecting many changes jay knows how to sort of shut up shop and get it done yeah i think yeah i think um i don't think it i think it will stay pretty much the same i'm not expecting it I mean, to be fair, if you're starting sending your turns, you can have a bit of a say, to be fair. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So that I, might you know what? I That's actually the do want to have like, a say. You have to understand that like, you haven't sent your turn for those four games. So now all of a sudden you're sending it. The two games that you play, if you send your turn, it's a very, very different version of Lil. You know? So whereas yeah. teams might have thought, oh, okay, we've got Lil, sweet. Fanny's not paying attention. If you send in your turn and you, you know, you know what you're doing, you're going to have quite a big say, but I wouldn't expect it to change too much, but it's difficult to judge it because as I say, it's whoever's playing you, whatever two games you've got, if you send that turn, it's a very different Yeah, best played me twice. Though. See? That's... Yeah, Jay's played me twice, so I've got oh, to play the other two. See? And they're the two chasing. Yeah, that's that's difficult. And watch now, you're going to, if you know you send your turn, you watch now, you're going to get called all the cheaters in the <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, and that's what's going to be the, the turning point. Uh, is what it is. I can't imagine that it's going to change too much. But as I say, the two games against you, if you've sent your turn, it's, it's a very different version of Lille than they played in the previous games. You know what I mean? Um, because it's going to be yeah, organized. Yeah, it's going to be a master tactic. It's going to be in right positions. It's going to be thought into it. You know, so none of them are going to be ready for that because you've just been the whooping boy because you haven't sent it. So that's going to be interesting. And if you've got Villarreal, Man City, then you're going to have a very big say on what comes next. But I'm not expecting it to change too much. I am expecting Jay and, yeah. Jay and Terry Agreed. to be the top two. Okay. Well, obviously, second place, there's only two teams that go through that second place. And they're the two teams with the most points. So really, they need to need to win to pick up their game because this is part two of the yeah, Champions. You know, Bayern Munich are on league, seven. So, you know, Chelsea and Real Madrid um, places are on six. You so know, we, we'll wait and see who who's going to be those teams. Yep. But again, Group Four, Group Four is really tight. I think Zenit are out. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It is. It's quite, it is quite tight, and it's and when you look at it, it you say that is that it gets six a, points that gives it's a case seven. of what what could happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, if Zenit is Zenit win both them games, I put them on seven points. I know you're saying they're out, yeah. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> stranger things have happened, but you would expect yeah. them out, but 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 
I, I can't. Yeah, but I I don't think seven point. Yeah. I don't know. Could seven points still we see you go through? I and don't Ajax and Malmo think the so. Other one. You never know. I really can't see it. Not with the goal difference. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to score a lot. You never know, man. Straight, like, stranger things have happened, mate. So, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think... I I think Malmo three, will do it. Three, four, and, and five are, are probably the five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, I think. Yeah, yeah. Really close. Really close. Like, apart from Lisbon and um, Milan. So, scrolling down a little a bit more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, scrolling down a little, little bit more in there, you you can you can really see that is is quite tight in 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 most of those leagues. So let let's see what happens. Let's see how it plays out, and 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 we'll 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 look at it when um well, six games have yeah. been played, and we'll yeah, yeah. see if we were right. Or twists and turns to come. I'm sure. Um, looking at the UA for cup draws. How are you feeling about that? Because now it's getting into the semi-finals. Um, Real Sociedad are playing Marseille and against Galatasaray. I mean, you would say on form and the way they got to it that you would expect it to be Marseille. Galatasaray would be my gut. You know, West Ham and Real Sociedad really had to battle to get through. I mean, Sociedad lost 5-1. To go through on away goals, though that one goal in a five-one loss puts them in the semi. Um, whereas Marseille, you know, quite comfortably got rid of Napoli in the end with a draw away and a win. You, so you would say on form, Marseille, Galatasaray, but there's obviously goals in that West Ham and Sociedad team. So yeah, my gut would say Marseille, Galatasaray final though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could that as well I, I i can't see past that really mm. um how, how are you how are you thinking about um the european championships in terms of the countries i mean we're now officially um six games played we're now looking at holland going through with poland we're looking at france going through with latvia uh norway and denmark yeah you know it's it, it's it's getting really uh Really interesting in terms that of the teams that have gone through, but just going back to Group One, Italy are out. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you really, I, I assume he would have had his hands on a half decent squad. Like I know everyone started where, but you would assume that the his default squad would have been good enough to to handle that. So you'd have to look at yourself. Look at the goals scored. It's madness, isn't it? Madness, but yeah. Well, like, Italy was managed by Duncan Walton. Well, I think, uh, again, how serious do people take international management, though? You know? So it's difficult, yeah. but you would have thought with the squad, base squad that he started, you'd, you'd be disappointed with that, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. And I think Group 3 is another disappointing one where Portugal finished... Six games, six losses, zero points, 22 goals conceded. Yeah, they can't have been taken that serious at all. I can't imagine. Done anything there. That is shocking, you know? There's been some talented Portugal yeah. players out there, so yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I, I, 
and and that's that's where I feel like um, the international turns are a little bit of a letdown, you know, because if you do it correctly, you can really have a a good team. Like England and Greece have gone through in Group Four, and you would expect that really. Um, Germany and Finland have gone through in the next group again. You probably expect that. Uh, group six: Romania, and Austria, but then Ukraine and Switzerland. I, mean, I think they would have had great yeah, teams. I mean, I mean that's, that that group would have been really, I would think, the most balanced. I mean, you're not shocked at any of them doing well. Romania probably just from historic players, as it's a legends game, you could probably see being the better. But I'd expect better from Switzerland. Can't imagine he had a terrible pick of the bunch, you know. Yeah. I mean, Romania would have had Giorgio Hadji if he's in the game at the minute. Oh, so, yeah, fucking ball. Yeah. Dan Petrescu as well. What do yeah. you think, actually? There's been some, you know, even the keeper. What was Decent Romanian. One? Like Bogdan Stelia. He was a good keeper. He was Romanian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They had some good players. Actually, uh, group seven. <laughs> good old Welsh. Yeah. Go yeah. on, the Welsh. Love that. <laughs> yeah, but Turkey and Sweden going up. Crazy. Uh, yeah. They yeah, would yeah. have good teams. Again, well. yeah, from historic, you would have thought Sweden must. Sweden definitely, probably more so than Turkey. You know, there's been some really good Swedish teams, you know, players as well. So, yeah, a bit of a surprise there. But how many have been released? You know, we say that. Do they have their hands on them? Is there like a Darling or a Brolin or Stefan Schwartz? You know, like some of that old school Thomas Ravelli. Are they there, you know? Are they out yet? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. It'd be good to to scout the teams and see what mm, what what they actually did have. Should yeah. Have. Um Russia and Scotland going through Belgium going out. Uh Belgium's more recent. So maybe maybe not such a surprise. I don't think historically I'm not too shocked at that. I'm not too shocked at that. Like seeing some of the Scottish names that have come out doesn't particularly shock me. Okay, fair. Uh, it, let us know your thoughts, guys. England, Scotland in the next round. Did you notice? Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I didn't... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's right at the bottom. I didn't even see yeah, that shit. Yeah. England, Who have Scotland. I got? I've got Austria. I've got Austria in the next oh, round. Love go. that. See, now Faddy's taking it serious. All on notice now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, to, to be fair, I was sending France because France was like really odd. I think it was one week I didn't send it. It was just because it, it's every like four or five weeks, isn't it? So when I did send my turns, it was, it was also <laughs> it was international week. Turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just worked out. Oh, well. But um, let us know your thoughts, guys. What do you think about the European group stages? What do you think about the UEFA Cup stages? The teams that are in it? Who do you think is going to win? And talk to us about the international stage as well. Obviously, the second round is all up there. All the teams that are playing each other. Who is going to win? what's going to happen and who do you think will get to the final let us know on the forums let us know on discord let us know in messages on whatsapp however you want to get in contact with us that will be great um moving on to next subjects obviously a big thing that happened over the weekend that's just gone is is aj against Usyk. um first of all you, did you think AJ would uh, would lose the game? Yes. Or I did think he would lose. Um, did you think he had a chance? Yeah, he had a chance. Don't get me wrong. But 
don't don't think his head's there. And I think after the match, he kind of proved that. I think he's lost his way a bit. Um, and I think he then proved that afterwards. I think he needs to go and take a little bit of a reset. Um, I just don't think his head is there anymore. I think he's getting bad advice around him. I don't think coaches are helping him. He just doesn't look like the guy we know he can be. We know he can be better. I don't ever think he was as elite as everyone wanted to believe. But I don't, I, you know, the other guy, Usev, is, you know, was sick. Or much better. He's just much better for me. He's just more into it right now than anything else. But yeah, I did think AJ would lose. I just think it was all the afters that I'm a bit surprised at. But then I say that, maybe I'm not so surprised, you know? I mean, he he was he was really, I don't know. I think like all the prep and stuff and the way it looked, I was like, do you know what? He's got a chance. But And I think he fought a lot better than the first first fight. Yeah. But I, I just think Usyk had so many more rounds than him, you know? I think, I think the ninth round was definitely AJ's. I think he absolutely annihilated Usyk there. And I thought, yes, you're going to, you, you've got this now. But the 10th round, Usyk come out and he's much better than him. And then he beat him in the 11th of 12th. And, and that was really it. He just he was just a bit of boxer. I think obviously Usyk and Fury, and Fury is, is the talk of the next fight at the moment. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, they're, they're talking of a 500 million payout. That's what Fury wants, but we'll see. Uh, my, my main question for you is taking this back to UE was, um, have you ever played someone the second time round and was like, yeah, I'm going to beat him this time and then got absolutely smashed? Dave Hammond. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, you laugh, but no, every time. I know I can beat him. I know I can. And I always lose. <laughs> like, he doesn't... He, he makes great teams, but he doesn't reinvent the wheel, you know? Like, Dave sets up mm-hmm. Dave's way. You know, and it's he doesn't try and hide how he plays. Like, okay, he tweaks things, but it's, it's not difficult to figure out how Dave plays. Somehow, he still manages to get one over. Um, I've beaten him a couple of times, but no. Like, yeah, and the other guy is Steve that used to have Cole and Louise's husband. Very confident oh, okay. I used to be against them. Very confident that I had him and... Louise's team sussed out in Division 4 and stuff. And then uh, Division 2 come. And uh, I think it was Division 2. Uh, but yeah, he gave me a slap once. Proper slapping. Because oh, I was always confident going into their game. Um, my, my, mine was uh, Chris Wilkinson. Do you remember Chris Wilkinson? Yeah, the Palmer oh, manager. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Team. So... Oh. I, I, he was in my league in 107 and, um, mate, we, we were battling for the title all the time. Like it was brilliant though, but I, I thought one season I had him and he, and he beat me twice. And, um, last game of the season, I think he must've drawn and I must've won and then I won the league. So, um, but, but yeah, I always thought that I could get one up on him and I didn't until the last game of the season, but yeah. He, he was definitely my, my bogey nemesis. Yeah, no, Dave, Dave Hammond would go down as my bogey, but Steve is the one where I went in very confident um, and got slapped. Quite quickly. See, look, when I look back at it now, I was way too confident. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
another thing that's been been going around, obviously, on the news at the minute was Connor Wickham. Do you remember him, striker? Yeah. Selling his kitchen on Facebook. Wait, Connor Wickham sold his kitchen on Facebook. That, yeah, that so he was he was selling. So he's kitchen. Like, so he's moving out or something, and he wants to, or he's getting a new kitchen. So I don't know what it was. And he was selling his entire kitchen. And, like, the post said something along the lines of, there's two chips in one of the workstations, but everything's great, working order, all doors, frames, handles, or something like that, all attached, um, pick up or delivery. He just joined our screen. Uh, He might have, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, wow. basically he's still in his kitchen, mate. So, and it's just really weird. So my question to you was, what's the weirdest thing you've sold mate, you in UE? Ask... Oh, okay, thanks. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what's the weird? So, wait, like, we're, we're gonna we're gonna ask both actually because oh, no. now now I'm intrigued. Now I'm intrigued. So, what's the weirdest player you've sold, and how did you sell him, and who did you sell him to? Oh, and then we'll ask the weird weirdest after. player I've sold. Who yeah. I think I'm randomly once. I think it was Carlos's. I think it was his brother in it that used to play Ian Windsor. I think he was Calgary yeah. one year, and he just randomly took like this reserve player. He DM'd me once. I'm sure it was Ian. It was Ian somebody. I'm sure it was Carlos's. He randomly messaged me. It's a long time ago. I think when he was playing, maybe even been game a hundred. I randomly got a DM for some like shit like thirty-two people back my reserve team. Aberdeen's reserve team and I remember agreeing the deal and then like the next turn just thinking why like and I'm going back through old turns like trying to see what maybe he could see but he wasn't very good it wasn't you know I think he was like 25 but I still and I never asked but yeah, that one would probably that's the first one that comes to me because uh, I always remember thinking like did I miss something is there something in that player that he sees but there's nothing that I ever found um yeah I'm sure it was he I'm sure it was Carlos randomly bought of Aberdeen, like full. Weird. Uh, I I remember having a player called Fritzel, <laughs> and I stopped, and I sold him to German team Cologne. Just sold him to Terry. <laughs> yeah, I should have in it, but I just remember having him because he was an he was a, I think he was an actual player. Wow. Um, and I yeah, and I ended up selling him to to a German team. So I thought that was quite quite weird and wonderful. Um, right. Tell me about the weirdest thing you've actually sold in real life and where have you tried to sell it? And let's not talk about your penis. No. Okay. It's not sexual actually. So we were back in some crazy days. Obviously I haven't always been this delight that you see now. We stole some postman's boots. Uh, actually it was the whole outfit. Um, and we sold his boots a Canadian guy saying they were like some vintage old school royal mail boot. Um, yeah, we sold him these boots for 90 quid. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you know what's the worst? Is I still don't know why we stole the guy's uniform. I have no reason why we stole his boots and bag. But yeah, we took the whole postman's uniform and then we convinced some Canadian guy that they were like some vintage old school postman like work boots and he he gave us 90 quid for them. so we sold stolen postman boots for 90 quid so do, do you know what i used to do in yeah. school um so i used to steal my mum's cigarettes and then sell 
each cigarette to like all the boys that used to smoke That's for for 50, 50p and a pound like it depended on who they were yeah but yeah. it would be like yeah mate easy mate. all the time then i used to go to the shop and buy space raiders uh, one pound <laughs> one pound sweets panda pops and then so like panda pops with 25p uh little frog the the Fredo. chocolate thing frog, Fredo. yeah fredo that's the one they were 10p space raiders were 10p now isn't it man's got man's got a yeah, yeah 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 fredo got a but so <laughs> literally but yeah i used to take them in and then sell them for for double the price i was like right if you want this they're 20p if you want this is 20p if you want this is 50p so like that and then i used to make so much money man used to oh, go home always with me. oh the most i've ever made though we me and my mate we used to cut out the little patterns on chinese takeaway menus and stick them on headache tablets and then sell them as pills at under 18 nights <laughs> oh Lord. we used to stick them on and we tell them they were buying like chinese ecstasy all these kids oh. all they're getting is they're just not getting a hangover in the morning you know it's sweet <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. You spent ages um, sticking them little patterns on them paracetamols as well, you know? Yeah, you're nuts, man. Fucking <laughs> hell. But I used to make a fortune at under 18 nights. They thought we were like some kind of Scarface guys. We're just popping them out. I just, I used to just resell stuff that I bought from the shop for more money. Like, I wasn't... I was just entrepreneurial. You were fucking... Oh, the other one used to pop the little badges off the front of cars and sell them at boot sales. That one. Oh, till we... oh fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Little pop the badges off the front of your car sell them at the boot sale. Yeah, yeah Mercedes is the main one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like Rolls Royce and Jaguar as soon as you touch their finger. Yeah, if in. the police ever listen to this podcast, that'd be a little trouble, wouldn't it? Yeah, he probably would be. <laughs> Just confess to a lot know. of stuff. <laughs> oh, a little bit. Oh, there's, no, there's no proof of it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so obviously an- another thing that's happening right now is, is Klopp's seven-year curse. Right, so um, I've when got, I when he was at why his seven year curse has happened. Right, so let's talk about that in a second yeah. here. But obviously, his first club, he got relegated, couldn't get them back up. Um, Dortmund, he finished seventh, couldn't win a cup final, and then obviously this year with Liverpool, he's um, he hasn't won a game yet, and uh, it's obviously there's some sort of effect that's happening at the moment. What would you say that effect is? And have you ever had a cursed year? Um, or is it all a myth? It's all a myth. Okay, tell me why. What, like, for me? Just in general, why do you think it's all a myth? Because uh, you, you make your own luck, innit? I don't believe it. Curse crap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, plain and okay. simple. But Klops, I got sent it in at, well, it was meant as a meme, but it's not actually a meme. I know exactly why. Because Asmarin Hayden's oh. only last seven years. We can't cheat anymore. <laughs> and it's facts just needs to buy a new one yeah it's facts uh no but they look terrible so i don't know what's going on it's the lack of depth you look at the united game look at their yeah, bench. No, 100%. liverpool's bench yeah. there was no one on that bench that was going to come on and make a difference which is what they needed they got figured out weren't performing they needed someone to sort of turn their heads up you know turn it around and they're bringing on youth players you know yeah. he needs to invest yeah. in some depth you know, you look at Arsenal now. They, you know, they can no, take Zinchenko that, off and put right, he's not gonna, on. No, know? but he's not going to invest. Though. He's not going to invest though because the players, the players that should be on the bench are all injured. That's what his problem is. So no, I can't no. see him investing. No, I, um, I just think for me, great manager, but 
has a shelf life like Mourinho does. Yeah. For me, like you figure him out. There's not really much of a plan B Klopp. Yeah. Okay. That's that's okay. it. Great let's, manager let's, though, let's does see. well, but I don't I just don't I don't like Mourinho. They got one way and that's it. You know what I mean? Let let's have a chat at the end of the season and see if you still feel the same. Yeah, I think we will, because I think Arsenal are in a different place now. I think Conte will do bits with Tottenham. I think Ten Hag will do a little bit better, maybe not as well. But, you know, likes of your guys, West Ham will be there or thereabouts, you know? Um, yeah, we're, Brighton, we're bot- Brighton, Brighton are going to be there or thereabouts. I 100% think they're going to be that the surprise team. Yeah, there's a lot to go. There's a lot to go, but for Liverpool, it would already start to be nervous for me. There's already quite a gap in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100% there is a gap. Okay, so finally, to end the show, what I wanted to talk to you about was was mentoring. Oh. What do you think about mentoring? Are it. you mentoring? Are you mentoring anyone yeah. at the moment? Yeah, and he uh, already uh, went up. So I already, I did it turn one. No, maybe turn two or three, actually. And already turn 17, I got the message this week. Tyler told you his mentoring of Fortune is complete, and Fortune went from a six to a seven in judgment. Oh, nice. Yeah, and his tackling went up. So he's now 36, 89, fullback, nine speed, 10 aggression, 17 years old. Got the judgment up to seven. I'm set and forget almost at right back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so that, I, that, I was been- in 17 weeks. Yeah, so I was mentoring at the beginning of the season as well, but then I ended up selling the plan and it stopped mentoring. So I actually do need to go back to it. But I think mentoring is fucking awesome. Yes. I think really, I think it's one of the most underrated things in the game. Yep. Um, I, I think it's probably one of the most unused things in the game. I, I don't think, think it's everyone one of the does. Best it. additions on like something like that than for ages. You know, for a very, yeah. very yeah. long time. Um, that yeah, I don't I'm think thinking. people talk enough about, which is you know. Um, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy because I say this seventeen-year-old, you know, is flying now, and I, I haven't potted him nothing. He's thirty-six, eighty-nine, seventeen years old. Got the judgment up this week. Thinking of playing him and just cashing in on both my older right backs. Do you know what I mean? Like I could. No. Um, yeah. And I'd be happy to, you know, now because like he's got nothing now under a seven. So you know, I actually know. See, Trent Alexander-Arnold gets away with it every week. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. But yeah, but, no, mate, he was, he was shocking against you, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I love but, mentoring, but, and I recommend everyone should do it. You should do it more. Yeah, I, I, th- I think so as well. And what I wanted to do as well, I wanted to open it up to everyone as well. So just send send us your mentoring. Who have you been mentoring? How long have you been mentoring them for? Let's get it up on the Discord or the forums, or again on our WhatsApp. Let uh, we we really want to know how how you're doing and 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 what the reflections are of the game as well because. What what we seem to be seeing at the moment is that a lot of people just keep playing the same way that they've played five or six years ago and not really adapting and taking in all of the plus things that you can do. So, for example, a lot of people don't really look at their reserves or use team and, and manage them. And if you did, you can actually be training people. Um, you can be uh, demoting and promoting people directly from your reserves, which is something that come out of the podcast and add, add in those uh, extra action slots for for you guys which is which is massive it's massive because if, if you if you play a different way and you you adapt yourself you you become better everything becomes better 
So, um, yeah, I just think everyone needs to to look at making uh, changing your style of play. Yeah, and do do things do things something do something different. Don't play the way that you've been playing for the last five or six years. There's a lot. Try something. There's a lot of new things. There's a lot of new things. Like mentoring wasn't something I really paid attention to. I haven't had a bad experience with it. I think everyone has risen. I've I've really enjoyed it. Like, of course, I think you have to be a bit clever with who you pick to who. Like, I do think yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to think it. But it's definitely worth it. As I say, it it can change your player like overnight, like go from a six to a seven. Because like I do think there's that old placebo in it. When you see a player on a seven, you feel like seven is the bare minimum. I think once you start building that squad, don't you? And a little of it is placebo, you know, even if you buy the right back, but he's got eight, seven, seven on the first four, like shooting, movement, passing, you feel better. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that judgment, as soon as that judgment becomes a seven and then all your squads like seven, eight, nines, you're like, hang on a minute. And it can make a huge difference. It could turn it could turn a player around. Like that 34 PV, you wasn't that great. All of a sudden's got seven, eight judgment. You're like, actually, I'll give him a go. Like it makes a yeah. big difference to multiple. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm in I'm in agreement with him, mate. I, I, like I said, I think mentoring is brilliant. I think if we all done it, um, or there'll be a lot more competition in teams. But but everyone to themselves. If you want to play that way and you don't want to do it, don't do you don't it. Want but to it's there. To being fatty, do you know what I mean? All our like, years of experience <laughs> and success. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah Who works in football, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I wish my fucking working was as good as my UE, mate. Oh, then mate, I might get some yes, mate. <laughs> I wish, I wish they were doing as well as Charlton. Are you going to send the yeah. Eastern team yet? Are you going to have a go at that? Right, I've, sent I've sent them. Oh, I've sent them. Okay, I've sent them. I sent. I sent everything already. It's done. Well done. I'm actually bidding for. I'm going for Cyril Regis this week. I'm going. I'm going to try and figure out how close to Max I can. Um, I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't go for. Any, I think they're too expensive, personally. But I didn't go for them. But I went for some other players. But. Um, my centre back isn't playing left midfield anymore, so hopefully hey, I can, I can get. We take those. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. But yeah, listen, thank you for for joining me today. Um, Daz, obviously pleasure as always, guys. Thank you for listening. It's um, it's been emotional as always, and uh, yeah, get get your get your thoughts in. Let let us know on all the topics that we discussed today and uh and, and let's take it on to next week um obviously the podcast is taking a break the same way that ue is taking a break because yeah. what we've we got to talk about if we don't have our turns exactly. um but we will be back when the turns back and we will be releasing on a monday um this week was just a one-off uh releasing a little bit later because obviously we uh, uh there's a little break we wanted to try and do something in between exactly we thought we said um, on turn day do you know what I mean? Like, you normally get your turn. Instead, you get to spend half an hour with us. Love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, all right, mate. Um, thank you very much and take care, guys. Peace out.